You are listening to the Amateur Church Podcast, where we pursue excellence in ministry with the right motivation for the sake of love. I'm Pastor Matt, and I'm so thankful that you are on this disciple's journey with me as we read this week the book of Daniel. Now, as I've said before, I love the book of Daniel, and we looked at the theological truths that we can find about the history of ancient kingdoms and prayer and spiritual warfare, but ultimately the eternal kingdom of Jesus Christ. Well, today's episode is going to ask, how can I apply the book of Daniel devotionally? And so I always encourage you each week to gather with your family, maybe your small group, and have a sort of discussion, ask some questions uh, based on the book of Daniel. Now remember, the context of the passage matters. Where, uh, where is this passage coming in the scope of the entire Old Testament and then the, the Word of God? What, what is the culture? What's going on in this time? Remember, Daniel is in Babylon, and so there are going to be some things that look different. These kingdoms that rise and fall. We're going to see some, uh, some words used, some phrases. Uh, there's even a, a section of Daniel that's a completely different language. It's not Hebrew, and so uh, the culture matters in this book. But also, how does this passage point us to Christ? And we're going to see that this week. So I've got uh, really four major questions. Of course, you know me. Uh, if you've been listening for a while, there are sub-questions that go with this, but four major thoughts uh, today as we look at the book of Daniel. Number one, when you see Daniel chapter one, you see Daniel being brought into, uh, and his three friends brought into Babylon, and the king wants to uh, assimilate them into the culture. Well, so what did it mean in Daniel 1.8 for Daniel to purpose in his heart not to defile himself with the king's food? So think through that and ask not, not only, you know, what does the word mean or what do the words mean, but what did that mean for his life? What did that mean? How is that going to impact him? In, in, uh, and what if he uh, had defied uh, defied God and defiled himself? What, what if he hadn't have purposed in his heart? And then a second question part of this would be, how have you purposed in your heart to serve God and not man? What things have you done in order to make sure that you walk with God? A second question that I would ask based on this text. Uh, Daniel chapter 4, we see that the tone changes, the uh, author changes. Nebuchadnezzar is now speaking in Daniel chapter 4, and I call it Nebuchadnezzar's testimony. Uh, he talks about a time in which he was given a word and uh, and he actually became like a beast uh, in the midst of his pride, his arrogance. He's uh, he's arrogant over the uh, the things that he has amassed, boastful, and all of a sudden, for a number of years, he goes out uh, literally as a beast uh, and and lives out there. Now at the end, he says, "Now I know that God is real, and I I serve Him, and this serves as a testimony to God's glory." So here's my question: Do you think that Nebuchadnezzar truly repented and turned to God? We have an account of this, but do do you believe that he became a God follower? In Another way to ask this, and I'm interested to know what you think. Do you think Nebuchadnezzar will be in heaven? Why or why not? Talk with your small group. Talk with your family. See what they think. A third question that uh, rises up uh, in, in Daniel is, we see kingdoms talked about. 
We see Babylon, we see the Medo-Persians, we see Greece, we even see hints of Rome. Uh, and, and this makes us consider uh, the, uh, the inconsistency of earthly kings and queens. Uh, so what does this teach us about the frailty of life and mankind and building up our own kingdoms? And then kind of the flip of that would be, what does the scene in Daniel chapter 7, when Daniel sees the Son of Man, teach you about the sovereignty of God and, uh, and His power and authority? So walk through that. And then a personal question with that uh, might be, am I living more building my kingdom or God's kingdom? So you, you need to think through that and ask that devotional question. Finally, how can you take the book of Daniel, specifically chapters 9 through 10, and discuss spiritual disciplines and spiritual warfare? The book of Daniel is uh, full of, uh, of visions of the spiritual realm and conversations with spiritual beings. And so what do we learn about spiritual warfare? But even more than that, what do we learn about how to, uh, how to grow in spiritual disciplines like prayer, fasting, reading the Word of God? So I wanted to, to take time today, just walk you through some of those questions, and hopefully the book of Daniel is not just feeding you intellectually, but spiritually. So as we close out this episode, our memory verse of the week is Daniel chapter 7, verse 14. And I hope that you're reading these and putting these to heart. I hope you're writing them down at least. Uh, Daniel seven fourteen says this, And to him was given dominion, glory, and a kingdom, that all the peoples, nations, and men of every language might serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion, which will not pass away, and his kingdom is one which will not be destroyed. Hey, I pray that you are growing in devotion with God. I love you. Praying for you. Stakes in the ground.